The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? I'm going to try something new. And really from the side of vermouth, Martini Rossi makes a Fiero vermouth, which is, they call it their aperitif, but I'm using it as a vermouth because it's a bittersweet, it's got a little sweet, but bittersweet Spanish oranges. So it's like an orange vermouth. Yeah, so I think it's a play off of Campari in a way. So I'm going to just use it because it's still based off of wine base. So that's what vermouth is. And so... We'll see. So generally, this type of beverage is best with tonic, but we're going to try it in a martini. So I did our standard martini, and then I added, actually, because I tasted it as I was making it, Mm -hmm. an ounce and a half of the Fiero. Okay. And then I did add some bitters because it needed something else, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Now, when we taste it, we might find it needed more sweet or it needed something but it's an experiment. How much gin to Fiero? So four parts of gin to Half three part. quarter of a part three quarter of a part of fiero if and you're then, making one drink and then, and then two bitters. shakes of orange bitters okay let's have a taste it's pretty oh you got an orange peel in there too mm-hmm. that's very interesting you know yeah i think the bitters help compared to it's, when i taste it it's a little alcohol forward yeah it's a little of alcohol course forward, it is but it's but it doesn't burn no 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 it's just a little alcohol forward like it's a little unbalanced there's a little alcohol forward but you get the orange burst from the fiero mm-hmm and I think because it's an aperitif, its bitterness is going to grow on you as you Do you, you think drink it. that bitterness is too much? Because I, I went one and a half and I almost said to myself, it needs two parts of Fiero. I'm not sure. Because I, I would have gone, what I would have done is on two parts Fiero because I was making two drinks. Yeah. And four shakes of bitters. And I think it might have balanced it a little bit better. But I wasn't. Interesting. I've never dealt with this, this before. Yeah. So. Well, I think. I think the ratio of the Fiero to the gin is maybe slightly off, and I can't tell which way it is. I I can't tell which way. But I think it's an interesting drink because it's got that aperitivi sort of flavor profile. Yeah, and different than Campari. Different than Campari. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good one. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA.com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, 
a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at weminder.app. Okay, so this is chapter 19 of the beauty series. This one's called The Villages. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird chapter in a way because you just sort of get a sense of what her experience is as the princess, right? the slave princess. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's being jobbed out to Lady Juliana to take on the bridal trail. She's being trained on the bridal trail. She has trail. like a normal schedule now. Yeah, she has a schedule. Semi-normal schedule. She's, she's been approved to serve the prince. Yeah, she's serving the prince. She's serving Lady Juliana. She's taking beatings. Yeah. Daily punishment. Daily punishment. She's getting used by the prince. Mm-hmm. She's, she's sort of becoming a true slave mm-hmm. in that sense, right? And then there's this conversation about the experience of the villages. You sort of get a hint to the, the way the villages are able to purchase the slaves for summer use and so on. Yeah. And then she and Juliana end up at a bench where the prince and another prince, the nephew or the cousin mm-hmm. of the prince. Lord Stefan. Lord Stefan is there. He's all forlorn because his prince is being sentenced to go off to the villages. So, okay. So, and it happens to be Prince Tristan, who is supposed to be this super, the super slave. Super slave. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Prince Stefan's pretty upset about it, but... The prince himself and Prince Stefan take Juliana and Beauty off to see the slaves. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole sort of experience around that. And even before we get there, there's a, a sort of vignette about Lord Gregory just beating the crap out of her. Now she's getting a lot of just beatings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beatings that take yeah, place a lot in of this beatings. kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it's like angry beating. She spills and the wine, so she gets beat. It's like an excuse to beat them. Yeah. But like, I think they get beaten too, just because they don't ever talk at it, about it as training or anything like that. No. It's always punishment. It's just beating. Yeah. yeah and not... that, that the prince has made some statement, like he can't stand any imperfection in beauty. Right. So that was in response to her spilling the wine and getting held upside down and beaten mm-hmm. by the pages, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they end up going to see where all these princes and princesses are being held in advance of their being shipped off to the village, and they're mm-hmm. in like a little pen. And what's interesting about it is they're bound with their heads up behind their head, and the guards outside the pen are busy just whipping them inside the pen. Like mm-hmm. that's their right. fun. They're for fun. They it's just like whip poking them. the animals. Like poking the animals, yeah. It's just weird. But anyway, so then you sort of get this moment where Prince Stefan and Prince Tristan. Yeah, so this, when, this one that's a slave is Prince Tristan. Yeah, so so Prince Stefan and Prince Tristan come eye to eye, and, and they rush to embrace rush, each other. Yeah, and his hands the, are behind his head, so he's just kissing him back, and da da da. And you know, the prince himself says, "Look, just you know, just send him to the villages. Like, just just do it." Yeah. But then Lord Stefan keeps pressing the prince and saying, well, this is horrible. This is this is too much. And and would you even do this with your pretty princess slave? Right. You know, and the prince casually says, yes, of course I would. And, right. You know, but that's not what we're here about. We're here about your slave, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden there's like this moment where I can't remember the detail, but all of a sudden 
beauty is like thrown in with him and she's going to be sent well, to the villages. Well, this is what happens. She witnesses this. And then, you know, Lady Juliana is continuing to work with her, takes her into the garden, the sits, you know, and yeah. they're kind of sitting in the next day, you know, she's in her boots to go on the bridal path. And basically she stumbles or something on the path as she's being, you know, whipped down the path. And Lord Gregory is always watching. He's like watching from the sidelines all the time. Yeah. And Lady Juliana kind of spanks her a little bit, but is like, oh, be careful. I might have to send you to the Hall of Punishments, like as a joke. Right. But she's just toying with beauty. Yeah. But the idea is beauty kind of sits there. And then Lord Gregory kind of like chastises her with this nodding of like, this is, you know, this is ridiculous. So basically he's he's wise to what's going on, that beauty is working. You know, he feels beauty's working Lady Juliana and the prince, you know, to get just enough what she gets and then nothing more. Like they won't press her. However... He catches her because she's got her normal schedule and he catches her to go do the afternoon wine and they come, you know, to a room and he's kind of like whipping her as they get to the room and he's just kind of being an asshole and they get to the door and normally she would just go scampering in to go start the process and he kind of holds her back at the door and just lets her see that the prince is meeting with Lord Stefan and they're lamenting back and forth and then Lord Gregory during this moment where he can just stand with her, starts whispering in her ear, like, you know, you basically little disobedient slave, you know, you should be taken. And she says to the village and he goes, don't be such a fool. You know, I meant the Hall of Punishments. And she kind of says snappily, well, yeah, because you are the prince of the Hall of Punishments. Cause right, like right. she was like putting it, you know, basically giving him the finger, basically right. saying, yeah, you only want me to go there. Cause then you can do whatever you want with me there. You know, is what she's she's being bratty. This is a, this is the whole thing with her and like Lord Gregory is yeah. brattiness, yeah. and he just says, "Be careful," kind of like what you wish for, and then he kind of slaps her and sends her into the room. Well, she has this occurring as she goes into the room that she just said that to Lord Gregory, who I think this, I think she knows he's out to get her, like he's yeah. out to have his way with her, and she's just like. I'm a slave. How do I have control of the situation? She goes, well, the way I have control is to not let him ha- get what he wants. Right. So without really thinking it through, she chooses to be disobedient right there in front of the prince, like at that moment. And she gets halfway through the room, stops. You know, the prince is like kind of upset that she hasn't finished coming over to kiss his boots. And then she just turns around and, and, run- and crawls away as fast as possible Lord Gregory was taken by surprise by that and starts coming after her. And then she gets up on her feet actually and starts running. Right. She's running away. And he catches her by her braids or right. hair, whatever. And then brings her back. And as soon as he plops her down again, she gets up again and runs down the hall, trying yeah. like trying to escape or whatever. Right. Two pages catch her. Right. And then the next thing she knows, she's kind of disoriented because it's, you know, she's being, thrown over someone's shoulder and taken down into a dungeon area and a couple things are done. She's thrown into a cell for the night where her hands are behind her neck, right? And uh, she's bound and gagged, basically. And then the next morning they come in, they untie her. She's kind of wobbly and weak from being bound all night. They retie her and then she says, oh my God, I know what's happening. I'm going to the village. Yeah. And they just full on, she didn't see the prince say goodbye to anyone. She basically, they walked 
But Gregory walked her out. Then the guards were there already with a cart full of princes and princesses. She gets lifted up by her hands and plopped into the cart. And they're off. And they're off. Yeah. And so there are a couple of guards on the outsides of the cart sort of poking at and beating at the people on the inside. Mm -hmm. And they're all trying to get away. But one person isn't making any effort to move. That's Prince Tristan. And he comes towards Beauty and she moves towards him. And she's like, you know, enamored with his gray eyes and And his body, godlike body, body, whatever. And his huge throbbing organ. (laughs) And she climbs on his organ and they tend to basically they're fucking fucking in the car. And that's yeah. That's sort of the chapter. Yeah. And so not a lot of kink in this chapter. Like it's all just The only thing that came to mind was the brat part. A little bit of brattiness. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about brattiness. And also her exhilaration for the like she hates the humiliation but she loves it because she now knows what's going to happen in the town she knows she's going to be put up for auction and display and all those common folk are going to look at her which burns her yeah however she keeps seeking it out yeah and she keeps seeking out the torture of like masochistic opportunities yes that's what i hear Mm. yeah well i mean it's a it's a silly book. It just is. It's, it's, a, it's a silly book. But we're trying to make sense of it. And so if you think of it like that, like here she is as a masochist inviting more opportunities for masochism, although I don't know why she would because they're getting beaten like all the time. Like that's yeah, a but, nonstop experience. But it's something she wants with the humiliation of it and all that, you Maybe, know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, the further we get into this book, the mm-hmm. less I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much more we can stand of it. But, I know. But at the moment, I'm going to go, the last few chapters have been pretty silly. Yeah. And this chapter foretells a future where she's going to go into the village. She's going to get sold at auction. And be, and she's going to be used and worked like really hard, like yeah. hard labor. Yeah. yeah. And you do get that. The villagers can't use them or hurt them any worse Disfigure them. They are used and work. Yeah, in the, the same rules apply. But somehow it's worse with the villagers because they're less noble or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see what happens next. I'm not convinced. Yeah. We'll have to see. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!